Hello everyone and welcome to Unbuckled Comics. This is our first episode here at Unbuckled Comics and I am Unbuckled Kate. I'm so thankful for everyone that decided to stop by this brand new podcast. It's my first time podcasting. I hope you enjoy what I have cooked up for you here. And again, just just thank you so much. I appreciate your time, your your clicks, your likes, your comments. I appreciate you so very much. I care about you. I know it might be a little early to say this, but I think I'm going to start to develop feelings for you here very soon. Um, but beside that, uh, this is our first episode. So our intro is going to be a little bit longer than what I'm going to try to keep them in the future. I just feel like I need to need to set the table. We got a little housekeeping to do here before we get into the actual episode. And we'll start with that. What is the actual episode of Unbuckled Comics? For the first Tuesday of every month, our episode is going to be um, me. I've, I've already pre-done this. I'm going to go through the preview world catalog and pick out number ones and one shots that I think is going to be worthwhile reading. Um, I'm going to give you ones that actually most of them are ones that I'm not picking up. Um, it's just a little bit too expensive for me to grab everything that I would like to read, but I'm going to let you know what I think you should be looking at. And then we're going to go over the DC connect catalog, which is all of DC's, um, upcoming issues. And same thing there. I'm going to point out ones that I think are worth it. Maybe not necessarily ones that I'm going to read. And then when we're done with that, we're going to switch over to a uh, review that I have that is going to be on a, a trade that I have sitting here on my shelf. Um, then the second episode of the month is going to come on the third Tuesday, and that's just going to solely be reviews on a trade that I have, a, a bigger trade, one that was multiple issues or a crossover, things like that. So first Tuesday of every month. We're going to look at what orders you should be putting in for that month. And by that, I mean you're getting this on November 1st. So we're looking at what's coming out in January because by November 18th, you have to have your orders placed for January. So um, we're actually looking two months ahead. Um, and then the, the next episode, again, is just a review on something I have on my shelf. The other housekeeping thing that I would like to get out of the way real quick is I have a Facebook page. Right now, that's about the best way you can reach me is on Facebook. Um, Unbuckled Comics is the Facebook name. You go on there, you know, you hit your like, your follow, whatever it is. Um, you can message me on there. Uh, maybe give me a suggestion of one you'd like to hear in the future. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what I'm doing right. Just strike up a conversation, whatever you want, because... That's actually how this whole idea kind of got started. I um, listened to another podcast uh, called Remember the Games. If you are into retro gaming, that's where you need to go. Remember the game. Um, the host, his name is Adam Blank. He and I have shared a couple of conversations over the past year or so. I, I don't think it's been quite a year since I've been one of his Patreons. But um, uh, he has a Discord. A couple of members and I were talking about is there any, you know, comic book podcasts out there that are worth listening to? And, and, um, not to offend anyone out there with one, but you know, some people were like, I don't really know. So I thought, um, my wife and I, you know, I talked for a while about doing a podcast. I just didn't really know what it was on. And 
when this conversation struck up, I thought, hey, I could do that. Um, if people are willing to listen to a, a subpar podcast, I'm, you know, good at subpar things. Uh, then me and a couple other members of that community got to talking about how, you know, just podcasting, the logistics of all of it work. And I, I had some, got some pretty good confidence from that. Um, Super Dave, I really appreciate the conversation you and I had throughout the whole thing. Uh, you're the one that kind of gave me the the confidence to just decide to jump in head first and see what happens. Uh, big thank you to you. E period. If uh, you happen to turn this on at any point, the biggest thank you goes to you. Uh, you're the guy that bought me my first handful of comics. You're the reason that I got addicted. You're the reason that my wallet hurts most months. So thank you for that. Let's see. What else do I have here as far as housekeeping? Oh, um, so my goal for this podcast is to just have fun. My, what I'm the least, like the least goal, my smallest goal for this is I want to have six episodes at the end of the six episodes, look at it and decide if it's something I want to keep doing, see what kind of feedback I get, things like that. Uh, my, my long shot goal, I don't know, maybe I do this for a a year or something like that. And, you know, we have fun. I, I get to meet a lot of people, get to share my passion for comics, get to have other people share their passion with me, maybe develop a small community. I don't know. I do have a full-time job. I work at least 40 hours a week. Most time it's more than that. And I have a six week old baby unbuckled junior. So he takes up a lot of my time as well, uh, which is why you guys are only getting two podcasts a week. I, I do not see this ever becoming a full-time job for me. I don't see any of you wanting to listen to me, you know, at least once a week or even more. Um, I don't want to listen to me most times. So again, I appreciate any of you that will give me your time. Episode lengths, speaking about time, I, I, like, I want to keep them under an hour. This one, we might push that a little bit just because of we're at almost seven minutes already for this intro. I don't want to have my intros be that long, but I feel like it's important for you guys to kind of understand where, where I'm coming from, what I'm doing. Um, the fact that I do have a full-time job and sometimes, you know, maybe episodes get pushed because of things like that. The fact that I am adjusting to life with a newborn baby and decided, Hey, let's throw one more complication in here and make it uh, a little, a little more difficult with that. So I know I've said it before, but I, I do. I just really appreciate anyone that stops by, gives me their time. Um, as of right now, I am on Spotify, Anchor, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. I'm working on getting some other platforms in there. I, I just need to find the time. I Anytime I get to work on this, I'm putting my effort into uh, doing the scripts and reading the comics and things like that. But whenever I get a second, I am going to get onto um, – Apple Music or iTunes or whatever Apple uses for their podcast. And then we'll go from there. So, um, again, Facebook, head over there, hit me up there. I'm going to hit a transition button. We're going to move over to the Preview Worlds and the DC Connect Review. So when the transition music ends, 
I'll see you guys on the other side. Alright, so this is my second attempt at recording this. I recorded it Sunday night, which is last night. Uh, thought everything went good. Listened to it this morning on the way home from work, or way to work. Heard uh, a couple of mistakes. I had Mrs. Unbuckled listen to it when I got home. Uh, she agreed with me that I had mistakes that needed fixed. Uh, so Unbuckled Jr. and I took a nap. And then we handed out candy to trick-or-treaters, and here I am at 8 o'clock. We still got to give Unbuckled Jr. his bath tonight, and then I have to get up at 3.30 to get to work tomorrow morning. So um, we're going to – I'm going to try to give you guys what I had yesterday just without the mistakes. We're going to go through the preview world. Uh, catalog. I'm going to point out some of the number one issues and the one shots and such that I think you need to pick up and I'll let you know which ones that I am picking up and then we'll move over to the DC Connect. All right. These orders are due November 18th and they're for January so we're looking two months ahead. Um, it's just the way it works. They, they try to get their orders in two months ahead. So our first stop is going to be at Image Comics. At Image Comics, we have Spawn Volume 1. It collects issues 1 through 6, so it's a, a trade paperback. It's going to cost you $9.99. Um, that's going to be U.S. dollars. Um, I'm in the U.S., so we're going to go with U.S. dollars. Uh, the cover art is what caught me here. Uh, the caption on it is, he's lost in the future. but the cover art he's drawn as a cowboy, so that that just caught my eye. And uh, December is when we get uh, Batman and Spawn crossover, and then I have a lot of I have a feeling that a lot of people are gonna gonna be wanting more Spawn after that crossover. So there's one for you. Then they have uh, Invincible Undelock. It's uh, again another trade back. Um, I never watched the show, never read the comics. I didn't really care for, I watched like the trailer or the first part of the first episode and I don't care for that style of gore. It's just over the top and I, I, to me, that's what it ends up focusing on and it takes away from story and characters and it's just unnecessary and I don't need it. So not that I don't think that it is a good show. I just don't care for that style of shows. Um, but I know it's really popular and really big, so uh, Invincible Undeluxed is out there if you're interested. Next from Image Comics, we have two more spawns. Both are tradebacks. One is Spawn Scorched and then Unwanted Violence, uh, number one. Uh, Scorched is going to run you $9.99 and Unwanted Violence is going to be $4.99. Again, I just threw them in there because um, I got a feeling that Spawn is going to be pretty popular. And hey, I'm now that I'm recording on Monday instead of Sunday, it's Halloween, so it makes sense to throw a spawn in. So happy Halloween to all of you. Um, by the time this reaches you, it'll be a day late, but happy Halloween regardless. Uh, little little fact about me: my favorite holiday is uh, Thanksgiving, so we're getting to my favorite holiday here coming up. But that seems to be the one everyone forgets because they want to move right on to Christmas. But I digress. Uh, the next 
The next studio is uh, Boom Studios. I got two of them that I picked out from Boom Studios. One is Dune House, number one of 12. Um, it's going to cost you $4.99. The reason I picked this out, because I know absolutely nothing about Dune. But uh, as I was flipping through the online catalog, the uh, variants were really cool for some of them. Uh, so before you just order Dune, go through there and check out the variants. Some of them are, are really, really cool. The next one I got for you from Boom Studios is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, it's also a trade paperback. It's uh, number one. It's going to cost you $19.99, so basically $20.00. Again, I'm not huge into Power Rangers. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm sure I watched them when I was little. I'm more of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of guy. I kind of feel like if you're a Power Rangers fan, you might not be a Turtles fan. If you're a Turtles fan, I kind of feel like they're rivals for some reason. I don't know. I always kind of felt that way. But I know that there's that Power Rangers is still a big deal to a lot of people. Never read any of the comics. I'd give them a try. Um, so there you go. That's it for Boom Studios. Next, we got a big one, at least here at Unbuckled Comics. He is the terror that flaps in the night. It is Darkwing Duck. That's right. DW is coming at you with his new comic. Um, it was only a matter of time. You know, Dynamic Comics released the um, continuation of the Gargoyles TV show. And I, I was ecstatic to find out that we were getting Darkwing Duck. I... I Last night when I went to bed, I was watching some of the cartoons last night just because in the recording I was talking about it and it got me so excited for it. Um, if you have Disney Plus, Darkwing Duck is a Disney Plus cartoon. Um, it was in the late 90s, I think, maybe early 2000s. A little bit of a spoof on the uh, BTAS, the Batman animated series from the 90s. Yeah, when it, when the cartoon takes place at night, it's you know drawn a little darker, not not as dark as Batman, but like I said, it's a spoof. They they get into these Batman ass capers, and they always go wacky and haywire. You know, he has a secret identity. He's got the dark cape. I love those cartoons, and I am so excited to get Darkwing Duck number one. This one is just a run. There's no um, end issue. It's, as far as I could tell, it wasn't a limited series. It's going to cost uh, me, and hopefully you, $3.99. Uh, but that's the only one that I pulled out of Dynamic to talk about. So we're going to just keep on trucking on, and we're going to move ourselves to Dark Horse. Um, Dark Horse has a lot of cool comics, but for the month of January, the only stuff that i seen jumped out at me were um, they have a lot of Witcher stuff coming out. Uh, no number ones that I've seen of, but a lot of tradebacks, um, hardcovers, limited series, all that good stuff. Uh, there were toys and shirts and all kinds of stuff in, in, for uh, Dynamic that they had for The Witcher. I would love to get into The Witcher stuff, but I refuse to yet because I am reading through the actual, the original books. Um, right now I'm reading Time of Contempt, so I read Last Wish, and then Blood of Elves, and now I'm on Time of Contempt, and I'm almost finished with that. Um, I really want to play the video games, but again, I refuse to do that before I'm done with the book. So, um, if 
some of you want to pick it up and let me know how it is, but you know, keep the spoilers out of it. I'd be very interested to know how the comics are. All right. Now we got one more stop here in previews and that's going to be uh, Marvel. Uh, of course the big hitter before we get into Marvel and DC, I'll, I'll explain myself a little bit here. I don't have all the time in the world. I don't have all the money that I would need to, pull every comic that I like and Marvel and DC do a lot of events and crossovers and you got to pull a bunch of different issues and this and that. So I typically only do the what if or the else worlds or the limited runs that really don't have a whole lot to do with anything. Um, the one series that I am pulling right now from Marvel is the daredevil and it's the daredevil that occurred after devil reign, which I did not read. But I, I like when uh, Matt Murdock and Elektra are in the same books together. I, I love the relationship between them and the dynamic. So that is a series I'm pulling. A limited series that just finished up that I got was the new Fantastic Four, where it was Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk, but they, they call him Joe Fix-It, and uh, Ghost Rider. So I do get stuff for Marvel. It's just not a ton, and I don't do any of the big, big events. Um, so... Speaking of big events, they are releasing the Axe Judgment Day Companion. That is a trade paperback. It's $34.99. Um, that's the last big event that they were doing. And then they are also releasing Axe Judgment Day. Again, a trade paperback. That's also $34.99. I got no idea what was going on there. But if you were holding out, and instead of getting all these separate single issues and trying to keep them all in order and together, and you were just waiting for the trades, here they are. Now's the time to get them. Another one I pulled out that I I was I almost ordered for myself. I was on the fence. I tallied up the uh, the cost of everything and decided it it just fell short of the line. It is Bloodline Daughter of Blade number one. Uh, that's going to be a series. It did not have a price that I seen or I just missed it while I was making my notes. Um, I apologize for that, but I'm, I imagine it's either $3.99 or $4.99. Um, it's about the daughter of Blade. Um, Blade himself is a really cool character, so I'd be very interested in reading about his daughter. But uh, like I said, I won't be. Maybe I'll wait for a trade to come out of that and then pick it up down the road. And then the last one I have for Marvel is Wasp. This is a limited series. It's number one of four, and it is $3.99. Uh, I threw this one in here because the trailer for Ant-Man Quantanium. I actually don't really remember. It was something like that. The new Ant-Man movie is coming out, and much like Spawn, I think that the movie is going to give a lot of light to um, Wasp and that that's going to become a very popular character here in the future. So if you want to get a head start on uh, some Wasp comics, this is probably a good one to start with. All right. So moving on, we're going to get out of the previews catalog um, and move over to the DC Connect. And like I said a little bit ago, I have the same thing with DC as I do with Marvel, where I don't follow the big events. I just kind of do the Elseworlds, the what-ifs, the limited runs. Um, uh, right now, I'm pulling sort of Azrael, uh, Justice, or sorry, Jurassic League just finished up, uh, Dark Knight of Steel, 
you know, things like that. Uh, the I'm trying to think if there's any other DCs. Oh, there there is some other ones, but we're going to talk about them here. So let's just jump into this. There are four Lazarus Planet books coming out. They're all one shots. Um, they're all four ninety nine, except one of them. One of them was five ninety nine, and they're all uh, forty eight pages. Um, they happen after the event of Batman versus Robin number four. I not reading that, so I'm not sure what happens to spark this, but I know it deals with like different multiverses. Um, I did like a lot of the covers. They did intrigue me, but it's just not going to happen for me. But again, if you pick it up and you really, really enjoy it, let me know. Maybe you can convince me to pick it up and we'll talk about it on the show. Um, the next one is one that I am having pulled. It's the Batman One Bad Day. So far, I've read The Riddler and Toothface, and I liked one and I loved the other. Um, I do have... I believe it is Penguin sitting on my shelf. I know at the comic book store, Mr. Freeze is in my box waiting for me to pick him up. Um, what's that? What would that be? So then Catwoman is December. January, we get Bane. That is $7.99, and it is 64-page. Like I said, I read The Riddler, and I read Two-Face. I loved one, liked the other. I'm not going to tell you which is which. Um, I'm probably going to do them in one of our episodes like this, where we run through the previews and DC catalogs, and then I'll probably couple two of them together and give you a review of, of two of them together. But uh, definitely worth it, I think. Even the one that I just liked, I it was a good comic. So then we have... Um, Batman Legends of Gotham number one, that is also $5.99, and it is a 48-page count. Uh, just another Batman number one. If you're looking to jump into the Batman mythos somewhere, there's a number one for you. Uh, DC has really been leaning heavy into Batman. I'd kind of like to see some other characters get some love. I know the month of December they uh, released a comic called Danger Street, where it was a bunch of more obscure characters that were trying to gain membership into the the justice league and they get themselves into quite a bit of trouble and then there were also guest appearances by like the manhunter uh creeper and you know just more i i really like when obscure characters like that are used it's it's good stuff and then the other character dc is really leaning into right now is harley quinn so you can pick up DC's Harley Quinn Romances number one. It's a one shot. It's going to cost you nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and it is a eighty page count. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's just on the romances of Harley Quinn throughout her um, life. Not one I'm going to pick up. I don't have any Harley Quinn books, but I, I know she's super popular right now with the HBO show. Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, um, as she should be, a really cool character. A character that actually started out in uh, Batman the Animated Series and did not start out in the comics, but then was later adapted into the comics. Uh, kind of a cool backwards origin for that character or how she got developed. Uh, but there you go, DC's Harley Quinn romance is number one. Uh, next, we have DC's Power, a celebration number one. This is also a one-shot. It's going to be a 104-page count, $9.99, and it is on uh, 
kind of like a black history of uh, black superheroes. Uh, cool book. Again, I haven't picked up any of these compilations that DC has done. Um, I probably should down the line. I would like to read them. I, um, actually, I think the best Green Lantern is John Stewart. Um, then you have Mr. Terrific. There's a lot of really cool characters that I would hope that they touch on throughout this, but, uh, I'm going to have to wait till down the road till I pick it up. Uh, DC has done, to my knowledge, they did the Pride Month and then the Hispanic Heritage Month, and now the Black History one, just in time for Black History Month. Uh, again, that's going to be $9.99, and it is a one-shot. All right, so now the big one for me, at least, um, coming from DC Connect, is Batman The Adventure Continues Season 3. Uh, Batman The Adventure Continues is why I started picking up single issues when I found out that they were going to continue the animated series in comic form. I went into my comic book store, started pulling um, this, and then it ended up becoming an addiction and it rolled into a bunch more. But this is going to be a limited series. It's going to have seven issues. Each issue is going to be $3.99. And it is fantastic. I can't wait to talk about this on here with you guys. Um, I'm talking about season one and season two. And then once all of season three is out, we'll go over that as well. Um, it's just like the cartoon. I, it is done perfectly. That's Batman The Adventure Continues season three coming out in January. What a way to start the year. So uh, just to give a quick recap before we move on here. Throughout all of the previews, there's a lot of Witcher coming out, a lot of Spawn coming out, some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The one that I'm pulling out of there is Darkwing Duck. And then over on the DC side of things, I am also pulling Batman One Bad Day, Bane, and then Batman The Adventure Continues Season 3. And just in case none of you know, you can go online and follow, find all this. You don't need to wait for me every month to read this to you. Um, I just do it because it's something for us to talk about. I can help you out. It's a lot to look over. There's a lot of comics. I just kind of take it and do it in bite-sized chunks for you. I didn't even pull all of the number ones. I just picked out the ones that I thought was worth it. And then also they have toys and apparel and you know decor to like hang on your walls. Um, Funko Pops. I know I got a couple of pops from them before. Um, I think I got a couple of things hanging on my, my walls here in my back cave. If you got a fortress of solitude at home, it might be worth it for you to, to check out these previews to, to decorate your room. Or, a, hey, I don't know, maybe you're Tony Stark. You got Avengers Tower and you need a lot of stuff. The previews in DC Catalog is a great way to do it. You can uh, actually subscribe to it and they'll send you a catalog with the order form and stuff. Um, I think my comic book store and it, this might be different other places but if i order it through my comic book store they'll give it to me for 5.99 i get the previews catalog uh the order form and then dc connect is free so i get that along with it um i don't do it i'm just doing it off of the internet because i'd rather save that six dollars and then you know use that for another comic rather than the uh, catalog but they're actually really cool so um don't just take my word for what you need to be picking up. Maybe maybe head over there and, and check some things out yourself as well. All right, I'm going to stop recording this segment 
We're going to hit that transitions button. I'm going to do the editing and get you guys your episode out in time for tomorrow. All right, here we go. All right, so now it's time for our first comic review on Unbuckled Comics. Um, I know I teased Batman Year One, but I couldn't do it. It was just way too cliche. So instead, we're going with Die Hard Year One. That's right, Officer John McClane, Die Hard Year One. You know, John McClane, portrayed by Bruce Willis in the movies. Yippee ki yay! I don't finish that statement. Uh, I don't want the explicit on my my uh, listings on the platforms. Uh, but we're going to do Die Hard Year One. And look, Batman Year One, I probably don't have the same opinions as the majority of people do with that. And it's so well known, and I feel like overdone. I wanted to do something unique for our first review. Um, so I went with Die Hard. Year One by Boom Studios. Um, the writer is Howard Chaikin. Boy, am I terrible with names. Uh, he has a lot of work on Star Wars, G.I. Joe, JLA, New Avengers. Um, I Off the top of my head, I don't actually think I read anything else from him. Um, so I can't add a lot to him. The artist is, uh, Stephen Thompson. He was on Star Wars runs, Batman Beyond, Young Avengers, and Star Trek. And then the colorist is Matt Wilson. Um, he's most known for, uh, Thor, and he's the creator of The Wicked and The Divine and also Paper Girls. So those are our, our th three main contributors to this comic. Um, the original run was in 2010. The page count on this hardcover copy is 128, and the cover price is $19.99. Sorry. Ooh. A little too amped up for this one. Um, the art in this is... Perfect for the story. The story pl takes place in 1979. The art is a little more realistic than some other comics, but it also has like uh, block shading on like where they have fabrics. It makes it feel older. Uh, the art style fits the 76 era perfectly it's portrayed very well there really isn't anything wrong with this art style i have no complaints um there's a panel later in the comic where the one bad guy is um they're in the in a scuffle in the climax of the book and his face is just drawn a little weird but if I have someone shoving their finger into my eardrum, I might make a weird face. So I'll, I'll give that specific panel a pass. Um, it's just not my favorite art style. I would rate it a 7 out of 10, though. So it's still very good. And for this book and the context that, it in, that it's in, it works very well. 
The book itself has four chapters, so in the original run, it was a four-issue run. I've already told you it takes place in 1976, but more specifically on July 4th, which was America's 200th birthday. Uh, the book does contain coarse language, uh, adult themes. There's, you know, abuse, adultery, you know, murder. It's it's a diehard book. It's it's like the movies. Uh, couple the dialogue with the art style, it feels like 1976 New York would feel like coming from a kid born in the 90s. So you know exactly that I know exactly what 1976 feels like. Um, but, but no, it, it the way it's drawn and the way the people are moving around, the dialogue between everyone, it feels like you would expect New York to feel. Um, the narrating in it is done perfectly. I can, when I read this, I hear Bruce Willis narrating the story to me. Um, Officer McLean is obviously a yacht, oh my word, a lot younger in this than he is in the movies. Um, he's a beat cop. He still has an affection for his city. He's a lot less punchy than in the movies, um, probably because he's younger and hasn't had to deal with all the uh, BS that he's dealt with by the time we get to the older McLean. Uh, but have no fear. He still is sarcastic as ever, and he has quips that would rival even Deadpool. Um, he's still funny, and like I said, they, they did this, and it makes it feel like it is Bruce Willis. Um, the whole book as a whole, the, the plot in it, they did a great job. It feels like a movie. It really does. When you sit down and read this from cover to cover, you feel like you're reading through the um, story pages for the early stages of a script for a diehard movie. There's, you know, the, you have crooked cops and criminals, damsel in distress, and the number one thing to make a good diehard movie is having Officer McLean in the right place at the wrong time. Uh, so moving on to the story here, uh, McLean is a beat cop on patrol on the 4th of July, He's stopping small crimes like pickpockets and uh, I think, well, I don't think, I know. I just read this, like, not that long ago. There's a, a flasher and he's basically just, it's a huge celebration in New York and he's basically just trying to, you know, keep the peace. Until he runs into a little bit older woman than him, I'm assuming, just from the way she's drawn who is married to a very rich man, and she takes a liking to Officer McLean, and she gets him to work security on their yacht for the yacht parade for the 4th of July celebration. In the beginning stages of the book, the main focus of the story isn't McLean. It's actually our criminals. Uh, there's two dirty cops and a hippie working on their big score and uh 
when their fourth member gets cold feet, the cops end up shooting him in an alley, and they shoot him in front of a girl named Rosie. Enter our damsel in distress. In Rosie's attempts at evading her pursuers, the two cops, she ends up on the same yacht as Officer McLean. Now, he and her have run into each other a couple times throughout the day in the city as she's trying to get away from the cops, and he kind of notices something's up, or he just notices that she's a very attractive young woman. A little bit of both. Uh, they're on the yacht. They all feel safe. And just as he's approaching Rosie for like the third time in the story, the cops end up on the boat holding everyone hostage and uh, robbing them blind. And then the hippie gets on the boat, and the bottom line is, just like every other Die Hard movie, John McClane is the only man on the boat who can stop them. And there you have the right place, wrong time. What ensues after for the, the climatic battle at the end of this is action that Hollywood would be proud of. Uh, with Officer McLean outdoing the crooks and beginning his career as that guy. If you remember in the third movie, um, he gets asked why he's always the one to do it. And McLean says, if not me, who else? Um, he has a couple other really cheesy lines in this book that are kind of like that. and kind of makes fun of himself for it. But he subdues the criminals, saves the day, uh, gets promoted to, let's see here, third detective maybe, something like that. See if I can find it quick. Detective third grade. All right, so I was right, kind of. But 128 pages, without going over every panel with you, there's not a ton that I can tell you other than that. Um, I'm leaving out a lot from the actual plot of the crime, just because I, I want to leave some of that as a surprise for you guys, the real charm in this book is actually the dialogue between the characters in it. Uh, the The crime is, like I said, they're they're robbing the boat, but there's a little more to it. Um, that's okay, uh, somewhat uninteresting, but it's his first major arrest in his career, so that's you know worse. It's what really works well is how this dialogue in this book just feels right for all the characters, especially Officer McLean. Uh, I had said earlier that the cover price on this was uh, basically 20 bucks, and I think, I think it's worth every penny. Uh, there is volume two which I do not have. And every time I read this book, I think to myself, why do I not have volume two of Die Hard Year One? And I still can't answer that question. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of comics out there to read, and hopefully I'll get to it one day. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good comic. It's, it's a nice one to have 
it doesn't take a long time. I, I actually read this, I think, in three days, but that's, you know, I got I got other life going on. Uh, you know, full-time job, a, a one-month-old kid. So I, I don't have all the time in the world to read, but this is definitely one that I've sat down before and just read in one sitting, um, which is also a testament to the story in itself because it captures you and makes you want to sit down and read it in one sitting. Even though you pretty much know how it's going to end, you still want to see it. It's you know a combination of the artwork and the dialogue working so well together that makes it so interesting that you just can't put it down. Um, when they don't, when comics don't have to rely on the what's going to happen. I don't know where this is going. Who's the criminal? When there's no mystery in it, and they can hook you just by storytelling and art, um, that's pretty impressive. I also would like to mention, if you get the hardcover, the hardcover, um, it comes with like the book, the paper book cover. It has one of the cover artworks. I'm assuming it's probably from issue one in the series, but the hardcover itself has a uh, police department, city of New York emblem kind of engraved on it. And I think that is really cool. Uh, not a lot of, I, not a lot of comics I have anyway have, uh, that kind of touch to them, but I really like that. It's, it's again, a shorter comic, so I don't have a lot to say, but that's why I'm coupling these shorter ones with our uh, preview DC Connect catalog reviews. Um, so I'm pretty much done reviewing this comic. If I had to grade it out of 10, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, it can't get a 10 out of 10 because it's not my favorite comic. And I think I'm going to dock at points just because the artwork isn't exactly my favorite. And as much as I like it, it's just, it's an eight out of 10. I don't, I don't know if I really have a reason for it losing more than just one point, but it's you know, again, not my favorite. I, you know, I, I like the superhero stuff, but this is a very, very cool comic. If you ever see it in your local comic book store or at just a regular bookstore, or you can pull it off of Amazon, 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 I highly recommend it. Die Hard, Year One, Boom Studios, 8 out of 10. And that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of the first episode of Unbuckled Comics. Um, go to Facebook. Find me on Facebook of the same name, Unbuckled Comics. You can instant message me there or comment on a post. Let me know. Maybe I'll um, read some comics on the comics. I'm definitely reading comics on the show. Maybe I'll read some comment comments. Jeez. Hold, hold on one second. Let me wet my whistle so I can try and finish this outro right. I will read some comments on the show if they are appropriate. I'm, I'm not going to read anything with language, swearing, or anything like that. But, um, you know, I might, I might read a comment here or there at the end of the show. Um, 
only use your first name, or you can tell me what you want me to use, but if nothing else, just go over to Facebook, throw me a like, follow me, you'll get updates on episodes, we'll talk about upcoming reviews I'm doing, you can suggest what you want me to review, and that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, take care, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, and yippee ki